Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. Dean Sucker here. This is Money Matters on Future Radio, and today we are talking about gambling. Now, most people, I'm sure, uh, are partial to trying their luck, possibly buying a few uh, lottery tickets here and there in the hope of maybe winning a little bit of money. But at what point does that go too far? Uh, this week on Money Matters, we're talking about gambling and how gambling addictions have changed, particularly throughout the cost of living crisis as well. Uh, to talk about this topic, I have got Kathy Wade, who is the Money Guidance Service Manager from Gam. Kathy, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Dean. Thanks so much for inviting me along today. Uh, so first of all, just tell us more about what GAMCARE is and what services that you provide. Yeah, thanks, Dean. So we provide a range of services at GAMCARE. Um, I can tell you about a few of those today. So uh, first of all, just to say we provide support for anyone who has got an issue of their own gambling um, or someone else's. Um, we operate the Free National Gambling Helpline, which is a 24-7 service, 365 days a year. Um, we also provide treatment in all the regions across England, Scotland and Wales. Um, every year we receive over 40,000 calls um, to the helpline and we're seeing a real increase in that year on year, particularly with the cost of living um, crisis. Um, as well as our helpline, we provide advice, um, we could provide support online. Um, we also provide help via WhatsApp um, and we've got trained advisors who can help to support people. Um, People can also get free confidential treatment in the area. Um, one of the more local level, um, one of the services from the more local level is regional support one-to-one through the National Gambling Support Network. Um, we work with various partners and in Norfolk, it's provided by a partner called Breakeven. Um, people can find out more information on their website. Um, also wanted to just tell you a little bit about uh, the project that I manage, which is the Money Guidance Service. Um, so we recognise through the helpline that a lot of the callers um, we get have financial difficulties and really struggling with budget. And so over the last year, we set up the new Money Guidance Service. Um, through that service, we support people on how to manage their budget um, and manage their budget, uh, sorry, manage their finances better. Um, we also help them to look at things like their spending behaviours and their attitude to money. Um, we work really closely with the GAM care treatment services as well. So it kind of works as a really holistic service um, and anyone can get referred through to the money guidance service by calling the helpline. Um, we've also got a range of other services. So things like women's uh, youth and criminal justice programmes. We've also got a gambling related financial harms programme. Um, I'll stop there, um, but people can find out anything more about our services by going to our website, which is GAMCARE, www.gamcare.org.uk. No, Kathy, that's uh, really, really interesting to see the amount of services you've got that you have got available. And we'll just re recap some of those a little bit later on for anyone who did uh, miss that. But um, so with a particular focus on the cost of living, have you know, you've noticed, mentioned that yourself just then, there has been an uptick uh, since the cost cost of living. Um, so it might seem like a silly question, but why is that? Why is that? Why is this happening? Yes, yeah, so we are seeing a record amount of calls um, through to the National Gambling Helpline. So just to give an example, this year we saw a 23% increase in calls in March this year compared to last. Um, we did a, a YouGov survey recently 
Um, and some of those, some of the things that we found from that were quite worrying. So in the stats, we found that people are gambling at harmful levels, are twice as likely to be concerned about their job security than the rest of the UK population. Um, they're seven times more likely than the rest of the UK population to say that they'll gamble within the next 12 months as a result of the cost of living crisis. Um, they're also twice as likely to use prepayment meters than the general public. Um, they're eight times more likely to take out a payday loan, um, which obviously they accrue higher interest and that kind of thing. Um, and they're six times more likely than the rest of the UK to have used debt charities in the last year as well. So really sort of worrying statistics there. Um, and what we do hear is people saying that even though they know that their problem, their gambling is a problem, um, they just see that as their only way out. Um, so, yeah, people just seeing that as a way out, really. Do you see people who perhaps a few years ago, pre-COVID, before the cost of living crisis, wouldn't have found themselves in, in this situation, but suddenly, because of what's going on, here they are. Yeah, so we are hearing more people who are um, really struggling to buy even their basics, so things like food, paying for their gas and electricity. We see a lot of people, as the statistics show, more people are on prepayment meters, um, so just finding that they don't have enough money to top those up. Um and yeah, it's just people saying that they turn more people are turning to gambling as a way of making ends meet as well, um, and just sort of seeing it as a solution. Um, we're also hearing more people say that they're using betting shops um, as a way of keeping warm. So people who are struggling financially tell us that they're using betting shops like a warm bank. Um, so they go there as a place to go because they can't afford to pay for their own heating obviously less of a problem less of a problem in the summer um but even things like electricity people are maybe sort of going to those places where they can't afford to pay for the their fuel themselves i suppose you say like you know going to the betting shop or doing the lottery or whatever you're just like okay i'll just have a go uh but then then obviously then it can escalate at what point because it's you know at what point do they realize this is becoming a problem yeah, so I think, I mean, it, it varies. I think it varies from person to person. Um, when we talk about problematic gambling, we are really talking about people who are perhaps um, looking to borrow money. Um, there might be more sort of secrecy and deception. So I think one of the things I've really realised since I started working at Gamcare last year is what a hidden addiction gambling is. Um, so quite often people really get to quite desperate situations before someone else might find out about the, their gambling or they might realise that it is, it's become problematic for themselves. Um, there's also like relationships, uh, impact on relationships. Um, so yeah, just when we're talking about people who have got issues with problematic gambling, they're the kinds of things that we would be looking at. Um, do these some of these organisation like companies like betting shops and things like that? Do they um, have steps in place to, to to kind of stop people to say, "Hang on a minute, this is getting a bit much now"? Are there are there practices in place to sort of support people? Um, yeah, so there are um, various sort of tools. Um, so there's uh, things like gambling blocks. Uh, we we work in a partnership. There's a campaign called Talk Ban Stop. Um, we work in partnership with two other organisations, which are Gamban and Gamstop. 
and they're um there's blocking software that people can kind of sign up to um to prevent them from gambling um online gambling um there's also banking blocks so some banks uh, people can sign up to get a block put on their bank account so that they can't use those accounts um, for gambling purposes. So there are different steps in, you know, that people can put in place um, to sort of either reduce their spe- gambling spend or stop themselves from gambling as well. That's really interesting. I didn't know that that the, especially online gambling, there is something the equivalent of an ad blocker or something like that that stops people getting onto these sites. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, if people call the gambling helpline, as well as getting information about what other support might be available for them, um, we can sort of, you know, give them a reference. So some of the blocking software, there's a cost um, incurred, but if they call the helpline, we can give them a code and they can access those for free as well. That is really that is really really interesting to know. It's a bit like a bit ironic. There's a cost to it, I suppose. But going through going through you, um, there's a reference, and they don't have to make that cost. That's right. Yeah, and we can also sort of talk to them through other sort of support. As I said, they might get referred through to the money guidance service. Um, they may get referred through to treatment. So it's really kind of looking at the situation holistically and giving them all the support that they need. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. We are talking to Kathy Wade, who is the Money Guidance Service Manager uh, from GAMCARE. Now, uh, GAMCARE is part of the National Gambling Support Network, which are a group of organisations that provide free, confidential and personalised support for anyone who's experiencing harm uh, from gambling now uh kathy that's an interesting point just with like personalized gambling because it feels like there's so many different types of gambling there's not necessarily a one size fits all is there no absolutely so um gambling can you know people can gamble in a range of different ways um it may be through um betting you know the, the sort of more traditional way um with betting shops um going to bingo um, but also a lot of people are um, gambling online. Obviously, it's a lot more accessible for people now as well. And as I said, um, it, it, is, it can be a really hidden addiction because you might see people, um, you know, someone might be just sitting at home on their phones where they could be doing anything um, and people might not necessarily realise that they are gambling. Um so yeah, it can be online gambling, online betting, um, online playing online bingo, um, and also things as you said like lottery, scratch cards, um, people betting on football, betting on the dogs. So there's like a whole range of different things that people may be gambling with. And in the in the cost of living crisis at the moment, certainly people think of it as a possibly um, a way to easy money. So if anyone is listening now and maybe have a problem or know of someone, could be a friend or family member who has a problem. So what are the steps that, that people can take um, to, to, to come out of this problem? Yeah, so I would say the first thing is just to reach out for help. Um, you're not alone. We are here to support you. And as I said, that is for anyone who's concerned about their own gambling or gambling of somebody else. Um, if you have any concerns, even if you're thinking, is it becoming a bit of a problem? Just reach out, contact our helpline, I would say, is the best starting point. Um, so people can call on 0808 80 
Um, as I said, that's a 24 hour day, 365 day a year service. Um, we've got really experienced advisors who will be there to listen and to support you. Um, we don't judge anybody. You know, we just want to make sure people get that support. If someone would prefer not to speak, um, if you go onto our website, there's various chat rooms and forums. Um, we do um, what's as I said, we do help either via WhatsApp as well. So just go to our website, have a look and just reach out. I think that's the key thing, really. And then do you do you support people every step of the way or do you refer them to, to a particular place? So it would depend really on what they needed. Um, so as I said, they we do have, uh, we coordinate the national um, GAM, the support network. Um, so if somebody could be referred through to treatment, so that's getting one-to-one -one support um, through sort of motivational interviewing, that kind of thing. Um, if they said that they were struggling with their money, then they could get referred through to a money guidance service and then they'd get an appointment with one of our money guidance specialists and we'd look at their budget. But it's really being guided by the people, the person. It's sort of tailoring it to what their needs are. Um, I don't know if it might be helpful as well for me to just sort of share some of the kind of warning signs that people might want to look out yeah, for. Yeah, please do. If they are concerned, yeah. So just got some examples. I mean, just to say that um, just because somebody might be sort of displaying these things, it doesn't necessarily mean they've got a gambling problem, but these are just sort of some of the things to look out for. So perhaps somebody who's been a little bit withdrawn. Um, so you might find that, you know, a loved one, a friend, family member might not want to join in. They might not be as interested in their usual activities and hobbies, like going out with friends, spending time with family. And um, that can often be an early warning sign that gambling is becoming harmful. Um, there could be changes in moods um, so or their behaviour. It might be things like them looking more worried or agitated or they might get upset for no apparent reason. If someone's chasing their losses and losing money, they might not be sleeping. Um, anxiety and the constant worry can lead to people, um, to people being up sort of all hours of the day and night. And I think that's one of the things that's important with the helpline being 24 hours, because quite often that can be when people feel really alone. Um, we speak to people who could have literally like lost all their wages in one night. Um, and that's happened in the middle of the night so they can contact us um, perhaps financial concerns as well so thinking if money's going missing from bank accounts or is somebody regularly short of money um, or are they having to borrow money and then the last thing is um, thinking about if you're noticing that perhaps somebody's lying about what they're doing with their time um, and sometimes people have that pressure that expectation that they need to be providing so perhaps if there's if it's there's no explanation as to why um like bills are not being paid or they might feel that they're letting people down not being able to buy birthday presents that kind of thing so those kinds of things could be indicators they could suggest that someone might have a gambling problem um and i suppose part of it is also getting possibly getting that person to admit they've got a problem Definitely, yeah. And that's why we do provide support to anybody who's concerned about somebody else's gambling. So if you are worried about someone, give us a call and our help plan advisors can sort of support you and maybe talk you through some options with how you might be able to support that person. 
Um, it's been really good having you on, uh, Kathy, to talk about this. Just once again, because I know this is really important, just remind us once more just what, what is available, what GAMCARE offers and, and where people can get help. Yeah, sure. So, as I said, we have the uh, National Gambling Helpline, which is the 24-hour day, 365-day-a-year service. Um, and just to say again, that number is 0808 80 20 133. We have our money guidance service, which people can get referred to through calling that number, and we can help people with their budgets. Um, we've also got online forums and chat rooms, and we provide support through our women's program, um, our criminal justice program, our youth program. So we sort of try to cover all angles, really, with just getting support out there. But yeah, I suppose just a final message. If you are concerned about your own or anyone else's gambling, please, please reach out and get that support because we are here and we just want to give you the help and support that you need and you're not alone. Uh, that Yeah, really, really good advice. I'm really needing it. It's good. I'm glad that we're covering this on Money Matters because one of those things possibly that people don't realise is a, is a thing that that is getting worse during the uh, cost of living uh, crisis. Cathy uh, Wade, Money Guidance Service Manager um, at GAMCARE. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for inviting me along. Thanks, Dean. And talking about uh, gambling, as mentioned, the number uh, to call 0808. 80-20-133. That is uh, through GAMCARE and the uh, National uh, Gambling Helpline. Uh, of course, our parent charity, Future Projects, does have a drop-in as well. Uh, baseline, which is a 65 to 67 uh, Noland Grove. Uh, there are many um, advisors on site um, who can help you out and point you in the right direction uh, as well. Not just gambling, but um, any sort of anything, any services, any problems uh, that you're encountering at the moment, particularly where the cost of living crisis is concerned. Uh, there is a, a walk-in uh, centre there as well that is uh, open weekdays. But um, as I say, uh, thank you so much indeed to Cathy uh, Wade from GAMCARE for talking to us today. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation.